What's up, everybody? This is The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. We got Haley the Bear. Hello. Producer Josh. Good morning. <laughs> and Ryan from Miami. Y'all missed me? I missed you guys. Well, you're only here for 30 minutes, so. <laughs> I don't know. You got to jump on and jump off, but. Hey, man, you know, breaking news calls, so. Yeah. Every day. So we got uh, the poll, which we kind of did uh, in a different way this week, but. Um, Monopoly one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I said that going into it. Like I, I get that Farkle is not a game that everybody has played. I love Farkle for the record. Like that's a sneaky, sneaky dice game. Well, I mean, here's my thing: if people have played it, they love it. They love it. But it's also, you know, I think Monopoly is just kind of ubiquitous. I mean, the fact that you know they did a McDonald's contest for years and years and years um regardless of of uh <laughs> a lot of people how, mad that. Uh, how that went um you know i, I, I love that this, by the way there was nothing better than peeling off a, bo- a checkerboard game and being able to redeem yeah, a free was, french fry but it was messed up you were never gonna win yeah well first of all you were never gonna win the overall prize but you got free french fries and a free drink and like a free happy meal like that. okay i was i was pretty satisfied with that it's since since you weren't on with us last week do you know what he's talking about when he says that yes it was basically the whole competition to win a million dollars was rigged you were never going yeah to win you were never dollars. gonna win a million dollars so that's they lied a lot of people were mad yes. that yahtzee wasn't on there but Ooh, that's a good one that's a good one i here's my thing I have played Monopoly as an adult. I have not played Yahtzee as an adult. No. I, I, th- I don't think I've played Yahtzee in 20 years. Easily. It did, however, the podcast did remind my cousin that we are still playing our game from 1994. <laughs> the one I'm, that we never I'm finished. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're, you're what now? There's still, I, I talked about it a little bit last week, but that I think there was still a game that we never finished from 1994 that I played with my cousins. Of Monopoly. With, of Monopoly. Okay. I, I was like, if you're still playing a game of Yahtzee from <laughs> no, 1994, no, God, no. God no. God no. But so I think, <laughs> I think we're back on. Okay. All right. Do you game remember on. what y'all left off on? Nope. <laughs> Start from the beginning. Yep. Yep. Starting over. World's longest game. Uh, Shout out to everybody. Hope you had a fantastic Easter. Um, I I have a question, and maybe this is just over the years of constantly being gone on weekends. Maybe I've just never noticed it, but I was actually in town for Easter weekend. And yes, I realize that it is on the calendar. When you when you look in your calendar, the Friday before Easter, that it is Good Friday. I don't remember everybody being off work on Good Friday before. No, no, I don't think that was a thing. That is most definitely a thing now because everybody that I tried to get in touch with was like, "Oh no, we're not in the office today." When did, that did we all get an thing? added PTO day? Was it was that an added PTO day that we weren't I, aware of? It's one I was completely unaware of, but I thought maybe I was just backwards and you guys were getting ready to look at me like I was crazy because I, this is something I should have known about, but evidently not based upon those responses. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever remember a Good Friday being off. I just, I remember... It's not on the list of public holidays by the United States. So are we elevating so it to Great Friday then? Tennessee. <laughs> Jesus Good. Um. Yeah. All right. I I, I don't know. So I, you're not crazy. 
I, well, I, I, I reached out to, again, multiple different people, and everybody was like, oh, we're out of the office today. It's good Wait, Friday. so are you upset that people had the day off on Good Friday? No. no not upset. It's just you didn't you didn't anticipate it. I didn't, you're like, oh, we have stuff we got to get done. I didn't plan for it. I was, I was trying to get some stuff <laughs> taken off of my list for this week, <laughs> last week. And, uh, yeah, everybody was like, no, no, we're not in the office. Is it a bank holiday? Let's I don't know. No, the banks are open. Bank ho- Nope, not a bank holiday. All right. Either. So evidently, this is just a Nashville thing. Maybe you know what? Maybe music business. Maybe maybe this is a music growth thing. I was also unaware of. However, the hell many years into my career I've been. But let's do sports. Let's do sports. Sports. All right, I I have to give like a little tiny shout out to Jason Fitz, buddy over at ESPN. Um. I, I was texting him this morning, and I, he took over and did. Uh, <laughs> he took over and did first take, and was like on there talking about basketball picks, and he basically said the Lakers have no shot. I don't know about that. Which. <laughs> I, he he basically this is verbatim what we text each other this morning and i was like i think you might be off about the those lakers chance assessments that you've made he goes i'm banking on memphis coming through in the first round or my mentions might be screwed for life <laughs> uh i i mean caveat ad has to stay healthy <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But outside of that, I mean, like, they're they're getting spot-up threes from some players. They're getting good defense out of some players. LeBron's foot seems to be healthy. LeBron found the LeBron James of foot doctors, and somehow he's fine. I found I saw Tristan Thompson's coming to the Lakers. <laughs> Jeez, I can't, he's not going to play. No. He'll play for five minutes to he's, throw five fouls at someone. Yeah, he's, he's literally, <laughs> get in there. Uh, the case for the Lakers, you have you have the veterans, you have, I think, higher talent on the Lakers if they play up to their potential. The case for the Grizzlies is they're younger, they're faster, and the Lakers are older. But I think, I don't know, I think the Lakers make it out of the first round. This is assuming the Lakers make it through the play the play-in tournament, which I, I believe they will. I think they're playing against Minnesota. Who just had a fight on the court yesterday? Yeah, they're, they're not in a good spot. Rudy Gobert, that's that's just not a good basketball team right now. Rudy Gobert punched Kyle Anderson, who has the best nickname in all of basketball with slow mo. Because he really just moves very slow on the court, but somehow scores 20 points a game. Uh and I then never J- knew a phrase from my childhood would return as <laughs> a cool nickname for an NBA player. Absolutely. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get into the story. What do you mean? Uh from your childhood, slow mo was it a nickname for you for your in your childhood? No, that's like something from the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon that was supposed to be like, oh man, he's hip and he's cool because he said he called people slow mo, mm-hmm. which is just life is cyclical. Yeah, nerdy, dorky, but now it's cool that somebody got. <laughs> and then Jane McDaniel's from the Wolves got mad and punched the wall and broke his hand. So. The Wolves are not doing, and they've been... That's not the first time we've seen a basketball player punch the wall and break their hand, no, let's and, be honest. and the Wolves have been decimated. They've all, they, they had like a stomach bug that was ripping through the team. They're just, it's just not good. So the odds of the Lakers, at least, keeping their seven seed really high. I think that they can beat Memphis 
in seven games. They they are they are they don't lose in the postseason when LeBron and AD are healthy. Like, and all we have to show for that is the bubble season where they won an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. But when those two are healthy and teamed up in the postseason, they're very good. It's very so, hard to you know. Very hard to beat those two because you have to double one of them. Which one? Yeah. Probably AD because you're probably going to let a 20 year old, 20, 20 year vet, you know, run around. But still, that's not, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like, I, like the West is wide open to me. First of all, like the, the abomination that is the Dallas Mavericks is something that I'm hilariously laughing about as they did not make it into the play in tournament and went from the sixth seed to the 11th seed when they acquired Kyrie Irving. That is hilarious to me. Well, one of the things that I, I saw them talking about, I believe, was, um, moving him for I think it was Brown from Boston of uh, Jalen Brown yeah because Jalen evidently has like a good relationship with Kyrie and they're talking about maybe swapping them but here's my thing dude he's in year one of a five-year 250 million dollar contract also the Mavericks are being investigated for purposely tanking they did they threw it 100%. That was really terrible. You could see in the video, they were just tossing threes up in a three-point game at the buzzer. Like, it didn't matter. They sat Luka after the first quarter in a very winnable game. It, they The Dallas Mavericks first-round pick is top 10 protected, and so if they dropped out of the playoffs drastically, they get to keep their pick. It lets them have some flexibility moving forward. And did you think that team was going to make any sort of difference in the playoffs? They were no. not going to make noise in the playoffs. And look, the West is... I, I hesitate to say this because a lot of the time you'll get, oh, the East is so good and the West is terrible. Well, it doesn't it always seem... Whichever side LeBron's not on. That 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 side of the conference is just awful and mm-hmm. they got no shot. And, uh, anyway, I, I look at it from a lens of once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. But with... Dallas, they, they probably weren't going to make a whole lot of noise. And I, I think the big reason why evidently, you know, this is another layer on top of that with, with Luca, um, that he was upset is it was like an international night on one of the games that they set him. Yeah. Something and like he that. had like a whole bunch of family or something or people that wanted to see him play and they sat him anyway. And he was kind of irritated about it. Yeah, I think, that, did I think you, that did you hear about that? I heard about that. I also read that he because he played international FIBA ball last summer, he's just basically been going like Western Conference Finals last year, FIBA back into he's just tired. He's just like, I'm I'm tired. I just need a break. So they're probably like, Okay, you know what? We'll sit you. You can have a break this this postseason. We we keep our top ten pick. It's the best case scenario. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh Jason, for your sake, I hope uh, I hope uh, they don't go deep into the playoffs. <laughs> I'm absolutely going to make sure he gets roasted. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the four-five matchup in the West between the Suns and the Clippers, which means we have Russell Westbrook against Kevin Durant again. Well, and look, you know the the Suns are going to dominate them in that matchup, and that that matchup is not on paper what it was two months ago. No, breaking news, Paul George will be out the first round of that. <laughs> so he's not even playing that series. No. As of this morning. But you didn't have Kevin Durant for the entire season. We'll see. Yeah. I just I just like I like subplots. I like when there's there's stuff going on. Speaking of subplots, 
Um, the Masters. John that Rahm. is, it. I I hate it because John Rahm is such a great player, and I just feel like between the weather delays and the trees falling on the course, yeah. I just it, I didn't see the excitement for the Masters that I've seen in past years this year. Yeah, and then Tiger Woods really? pulled out. The amateur yeah. was in second for the longest time. There was a tie for Do you for think second. that has to do with the weather and the way the round, like round three was pushed to the early morning on Sunday? I like think the that has a lot falling. to do with it. Because there was a lot of buzz yesterday with not only the live golf, golfers in contention, but Phil Mickelson becoming the oldest player. You know, the, I think that he shot the best round for anyone over 50 yep, in Masters 65. history. Yeah, he was incredible. And you had a lot of big names. Like, Brooks Kepka absolutely collapsed. John Rahm's a big name who'd never won a green jacket. Like, I thought there was a lot of interest, but that, I think that because again, you crammed two rounds into one day is what, what kind of got in the way a little bit. That, again, is is sort of my point. Like, if you are the Masters, the last thing you want to happen is multiple delays of rounds. Like, Round two not finishing until the day of round three. Round three not finishing until the day of the final round. Um, and then basically you have Kepka, Mickelson, and Rom. Which you know, if that happens two years ago, before all of the the craziness and kind of like. I mean, it, this is the only way to say it. There's been a lot of hate towards Phil Mickelson. Uh-huh. And there never really was before, right? He was always He was of, beloved. Lefty yeah. was beloved. And now the everyone's calling him a sellout to the Saudis. There's a lot of there, there's just a lot. dispute his way. I, w- I was going to, you know, leave the topic alone because I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole. But it, it's just a lot of that seemingly untouchable, oh, my God, he's lefty. We love him. It is not what it once was. Is that round awesome? Is it seeing him play that way and roar back and, and end up in second? Amazing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I'm not kidding. Like today on just when I pull up sports, there's not really a whole lot of conversation about it. A lot well, of and I think Tiger withdrawing too kind of took the buzz out of it due to injury. Like there's there's a lot of things at play that I think still. Plus, plus, I don't think it was convenient to have it on Easter Sunday. Like, and and obviously you can't really plan around that. Yeah. But having the Masters on Easter Sunday, I think, got in the way of what would have traditionally been more buzz for the greatest tournament in golf. That's a fair. I think that's. I think yeah, that plays into fair. this a little bit. That's fair. I mean, I was. I was hiding Easter eggs for my niece instead of watching the Masters. And uh, I, I, look, I, I think everything everybody's saying plays into it. I just I didn't feel like I got the same level of energy from it that I've had the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, again, I also think it has something to do with the fact of the draw of the people because golf was so big when there was multiple people that everyone were looking towards. And then, like, you know, Tiger pulled out, 
But you have to think, like, who are people excited to watch? Again, an amateur was in second place for the longest time. So that could be a possible thing in the future. Like, it was a whole Happy Gilmore story at that point when you had the amateur in there. But, I mean, obviously he didn't win. It would have been a whole different story if he did win. <laughs> but I think people need kind of, like, a star to draw themselves to, like every other sport. To, well, to and, and in years past... Would that have been Phil? Would that have been a bigger story? Well, and that's that's part of it. The PGA buried some of those guys like Justin Thomas, et cetera, with on on. on why, why would that be right? Some of these live golfers to not have airtime, to not be on television on purpose. And they buried them in, in pairings that you didn't want to watch. And so the crowd wasn't really into it. And that's part of it. You know, that's their way of, of coming back to what live golf has sort of done to the PGA. Um, moving on from golf, I do have to do a quick update and I get it. Nobody cares but me. Um, the UFC. You say that. I Israel like the UFC. Adesanya. <laughs> so was he not supposed to win that? So he here's the deal. He, that, that's the only guy that he's like lost multiple times to. And it, one of the losses specifically, uh, a, a lot of people were, they were sort of uninitiated between the back and forth between those two fighters. Didn't know what was going on. Um, obviously, Adesanya got um, knocked out when he fought and lost his belt. This was to regain his belt. And he had also uh, lost multiple um, kickboxing matches, one in which he was knocked out. So... During one of those, and this goes way back, and I, this is so, so petty, but also <laughs> it made me sort of laugh. Um, so Adesanya got knocked out, and the guy that he was fighting, his kid, who at the time was like, think five like ran up got into the ring and then pretended like he got knocked out standing next to Israel Adesanya so at the end of the fight when he knocked him out mm -hmm. in this UFC fight to regain his belt he went over and like made a point to find his son in the crowd and then do the same thing and pretend like he just got knocked out and fall in the middle of the ring. And I, I'm here for it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was interesting reading through comments because there were there were people that were like, oh, that's that's just a lack of class. But it kind of happened to him first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it was just a uh, a really, really big fight. And, um, you know, the Drake curse, I, I think. What, what Did you say Drake put $3 million on him to win? Yeah, something like that. Um, so it, it did not work. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So that was UFC 287. And um, Alex Pereira. In Miami, by the way. It was in Miami. Yeah, I, 305. I do wonder if they're going to do another one. 
Like a rematch? Well, I mean, you, you look at the, that fight specifically, right? So they got together. Israel Adesanya and the UFC, was. they were like, he's no one's ever going to beat him. No one's ever going to beat him. He's, he's incredible. Uh, and then he lost right at the tail end of that fight to, to a knockout to Pereira. Then he got back in the ring with him, knocked him out. So don't they do the rubber match? Even though they had already had fights before <clears throat> right. in their kickboxing careers, don't wouldn't you, if you're prayer, want to run it back one more time? Sure. In the UFC. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um. Also in sports, to go back, uh, we obviously the championship game for March Madness was on that Monday night. And UConn won, as we all predicted. Um, Ryan, I think you posted the winner was a like tied winners, but there was only one winner, and it was at um, at underscore Reiner sixteen as the number one, and sh- that person also got number two. But there's only one winner. I think the page just didn't refresh when you posted. Oh, that. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, it's my apologies. Congratulations to our one winner. Who, by the way, I was surprised at the amount of people that picked UConn in our brackets. That was, that was pretty good. Well done, guys. I only see one picking UConn. Anyways, but yes, so that was uh, the winner. So congrats. Thank you for participating. And yes, you are allowed to make more than one bracket. So if you want to do that next year, just know what ups your chances. Yeah. Can we can we can we talk about the undefeated baseball team before we exit sports? Or how many games in are we, Ryan? Nine. Uh, well, they've won all nine games that they've played, and they're the only undefeated team in baseball. And you know, you have somebody who's I don't know in the clubhouse every day, so you, you might want some opinion on baseball's best team or not. I, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> I would love some, I would love some, Ryan. Go ahead. Also, what happened in Miami? Wasn't that your team? They don't pay me, so I, I switched allegiances based on the team that. that so thank you for making me. me wear a Miami outfit. When the you- most honest. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> well, look, it, it, we're in the world of NIL, and you know my name, image, and likeness is being uh, compensated by the Tampa Bay Rays. So I'm I'm happy to uh, to to switch my allegiances. But with that being said, nine and zero, a plus fifty seven run differential. Yes, they have had a quote unquote weak schedule to start the year, sweeping the Tigers. It's not Nationals. quote unquote. <laughs> right. not. Those three teams have combined. <laughs> for four wins total of across Look, all three they 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 are not good baseball teams but it is not like the rays are eking out one run victories they are absolutely hammering and demolishing the teams they are playing the weakest offensively teams. <laughs> offensively defensively and pitching they have hit 24 homers this year and they have allowed 18 runs in total that so, is okay, pretty damn so impressive whenever they start playing actual baseball teams they might not be hitting that well of a score. We also have how many more games left to go? <laughs> a lot of games to go, but when something hasn't been done since the 1800s, it's pretty damn impressive. And the Tampa Bay Rays are doing just that for the record. And by the way, like they were, they, yes, they swept the Tigers, but then the Tigers went to Houston and took two of three from the Astros who are one of the best teams in baseball. So, you know, the teams, the Rays have beaten have also beaten the angels, the guardians, the Braves and the Astros. Everyone so, beats the angels. Can I ask you a question? Everyone beats the angels. Yes. He goes, they took two or three from the Astros, one of the best teams in baseball. There hasn't been enough baseball for us to know what the best teams are. They were last year. Oh, come last on. Year. We know who the best teams are going to no, be. And no, it's we do be Because not. if I remember the correctly, the Cubs, the Cubs won the World Series and then did not win the next year. So 
a best team one year. Uh, look at football. Look what happened to the Rams. You know, the team from the year prior can never be the exact same team. The, the next Astros year. have made the ALCS six consecutive years. I think we okay, effing so know that they're going to be cheating? good. Well, I'll wait until the Rays One of them play confirmed. The, how about when the Rays play the Astros? Can we can we wait? All right, I'll can we wait that. for that? I'll you give did you that. Just you. I'm Ryan, covering so, that series in Houston, by the way. That's so I'll awesome. Give you that. Just to be clear, it is you're not stat padding, but when you take that Tigers series that was four to nothing, twelve to two, and five to one, it does skew things quite a bit. So well, the Tigers, they just beat the Athletics in back to back eleven nothing games. So correct. I would take that as so more like, here. But you you put all that together. Yes, it's off to a historic start against historically bad teams right now. <laughs> historic start, nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen. I love I love your I love your fandom, and I can't wait to check in in three months when you're but like. Is it fandom if he keeps switching teams? No, oh, he he stays consistent with Tampa. And oh no, he's consistent Miami. with whoever's paying him for sure. Yeah. For sure. Thank you, I, thank you, thank yeah. you, Cy. There yes. it is. He also ignored the fact that Tyree Kill said he's going to retire after the next two years. It's, yeah, it's ah, play his contract out. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fine. You know, hmm. oh, his, be- his best years are in Miami anyway. Clearly, so oh, two, is, my two is the savior. Remember? Yeah. His best years are in Miami. How many rings? He he, he had what 15, 1,600 yards receiving this year. How many so. rings? To be determined. <laughs> okay, sure. Got two more years left to win a Super Bowl. Sure. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Sorry. Sounds good. Can't wait for you. <laughs> Y'all still got two. Uh, that ain't going to oh happen. You got two, a more two years. seasons oh. left. Two yeah, more years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. Good job, Josh. Well done. All right. Taught, taught you well. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's get out of this. Um. We'll we'll go to music real quick and then uh, music. I know Ryan's got to hop off, so um, just quick shout out to everybody who came out to the Opry the other night. Uh, it's been a while since I've gotten to play an Opry Saturday night show, so that was a lot of fun. Um, obviously played the new one. It is uh, about to be top thirty. All right, moving on up. So enjoying that. Looking for you, just in case you uh, have no idea what my current single is or you. <laughs> have never listened to this podcast before uh i will continue to just assault you with news every week um because i have a microphone in front of me and it's my single so i feel uh, like we could have like a chart a chart update sounder you know something like well, that. well then know? then the problem is is like you have to have a sad one if it goes backwards <laughs> so we don't, we don't want to no, do only that good, only good news only good news on this podcast it's like it, it they're like, man, it's weird. He he only mentions it when it's positive. It's like the weeks that it's not. I'm just like, oh, I haven't gotten the update yet. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's so weird. I guess we'll have to get to it next week. Um, no, it's it's doing really really well. Very excited about that. And um, yeah, I'm just uh, looking forward. I'm I'm doing a couple different charity things this week. Uh, one for the military charity I do a lot of work with, which is the Charlie Daniels Journey Home project that they do um and then also one out in california so uh mm. it's gonna be gonna be kind of all over the place this week but definitely enjoying it right now and then i'm actually playing the opry again for anybody that's wondering in a couple weeks uh they're doing one of the country classics nights so i am uh gonna be playing some some throwback tunes mm. do you know that are not is? mine do you know what it is yet yeah, already. I've got a list. I've got a list of like ten or twelve that like I kind of cycle through. Yeah, pre-approved. Like this is kind of where I like to live. Yeah, I mean, it, 
sometimes we'll throw a new one in there every now and then. Like I, I think one week that I did one, I was like, I'm just going to grab a random Alan Jackson song, but it's like, that's my opportunity to go back in the file and do, you know, Marty Robbins songs and Merle Haggard songs and Keith Whitley and stuff like that. So it's always a lot of fun to be a part of one of those nights. And, um, definitely looking forward to that so keep an eye out if you're going to be around nashville in the next couple of weeks might have to go see that nice heck yeah i don't have anything I'm, you don't have anything this you're like i don't have anything today <clears throat> yeah no all right on. well uh let's do what are you listening to we'll do a quick round of that ryan I'm listening to a lot of things these days. You know, there's a lot of really good music uh, that's been going on right now. And a big fan of all, you know, the artists in the world that are putting out good music. Uh, but the, the song you didn't that have I'm a song yet, did you? The song that I'm listening to right now, Mountain with a View by Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, I like that song that she's put out. She's actually got some heat on her uh, latest uh, album that came out. So uh, Mountain with a View by Kelsey Ballerini. Uh I, I guess I did have a music thing. Played in, in Boston. You were like, <laughs> oh, Friday. I did. I did yeah, do a thing. I was like, huh? Where am I? Uh, yeah. But we threw a cover in, in the set, and it was Cody Johnson's Till You Can't, which is just, it's just a great, it's a great song. It's just a great song. Yeah, it is. Love that song. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to my girl, Sierra. She's not really my, like, I wish she could. What's up, girl? Um, no, uh, it's Get Up featuring Chamillionaire Bastiera. Love that song. It was one of my hip hop songs, and I isn't moved it, out of the state before. Isn't it Chamillionaire? Ch- uh, I say Chamillionaire, whatever. Like Chameleon? It, it could be. I think it's Chamillionaire. I love doing the Sierra. This beat is automatic. Super. All right, I can't sing anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you think Russell will? Do you think he does that? <laughs> you know what? I, I, nothing that Russell Wilson does would surprise me if you've ever seen his social media of when he gave himself the nickname. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What was it? Uh, Mr. Uh, I always want to say incredible because I think of the Incredibles movie, but it was, we've, we've said this multiple Mr. times. Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. By if the way, you've never you- seen that, please just go watch it for me. It should be a rule. You should never be able to self-dub yourself with a nickname. Like, that should just be ousted. You can't do that. Well, first of all, anybody that tries to give themselves a nickname, like, I I wish, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, although it's been quite a while, I wish I had a cool nickname. I don't. Everybody just calls me by my initials. Hmm. Would you like me to give you a cool nickname? That's literally been my nickname since... Forever. Forever. Like, I, you can't give me another one when th- that would happen more often than that. It's just what people default to. Hmm. And I don't I don't know why, but that is just what mine is. So I'm like, cool. I don't have a good story. There's nothing very <laughs> It's just my initials. I had mine is uh, Bass Hole, Bastard, Bass Man. At least, you know? it, at least it's fitting. <laughs> Oof. 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 Where's the bear button so on that one? Keith Keith Urban. We're just going to leave you leave you alone out there on that one. <laughs> Keith Urban. Uh, brown eyes baby. Mine was diesel when I was playing football. Because I'd truck people. <laughs> At least my nickname changed after I moved out of Illinois. It was Rapunzel because my hair was so long and I hated it. 
Well, but that's see, that's the thing. You can't let people know you hate a nickname if you get a yeah, bad you're stuck nickname. Stuck with it because then they double down on it. Double down. Yes, that too. On a good time. Um, but they will they will absolutely double down on a nickname that if if they sense weakness, it's like blood in the water. It's true. People will just call you that just to mess with you. I am people. I would do that. I would do it too. I'm well, I know. I hated that. my nickname when y'all first gave well, when Chris first gave it to me. No, it was Angry Bear. What, well, it's yeah. still it's still yeah, but yeah. At, there it is. But at least you just shortened it to bear most of the time now. That's still it, the, the angry, the angry it's, is it's, still it's, it's implied. It's when the NFL season rolls around every year, <laughs> that's when it becomes angry bear. We'll just do some If I rem- if I remember correctly, you were in a trash can after a bear's uh, loss uh, a few years back. There is a being photo very angry. somewhere of you standing in a trash can with a bear's jersey. That on. was cuz we lost by a field goal. <laughs> Was yeah. it Cody Parkey? Go figure. Yeah, I say, we say some names. Cody Parkey, how do you feel? <laughs> angry? Is it angry? I even had a bucket on my head. Do, I say double doink. What? How do you feel? I'm going to double doink my fist in your face. Oh, <laughs> Lord. See, there, there it is. is. There See? it is. That's all it took. Um, okay. Well, let's. Uh, I, we're going to go to movies. I assume you're going to hop off. Right. Yes, I okay. am. But I am going to see Air Jordan this week, so I do want to hear everyone's thoughts on it because I'm very Air, excited for that film. Yeah, Air, it is. Yes, I correct. was going to say because I I've done the same thing. It's it's just Air because I, I looked I've at heard someone it. and said we're going to go see Air Jordan, and they just cocked their head at me like what? I, at one point, it had it had a 100 percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think was a first ever, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's kind of like being undefeated at the beginning of a baseball season where not enough people, <laughs> not enough people have uh, rated with it. That, with that, I will exit stage left. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Nailed it. Oh, that was great. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's here's my thing. Since he has not seen air and he's going to see it, um, I'm just going to go with what we got, which is... Uh, a lot of news about this Super Mario Brothers movie. So, well, just, wait, Josh, did you see Air? I did. So, do you want to hold off on Air? Do you want to talk can, about we it? We can this? wait. That's fine. We can wait and talk about it. Yeah. Movies. Spoiler. So, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> very, very in-depth spoiler. Beware, that might be what everyone. I do tonight because I did see Super Mario. Okay, so I I do have something interesting to say about this one. Um, when you look at this movie. 50 uh, 56% of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. 96% of Google users like this movie. So it's for people, not for critics. It's for children. I mean, it, it's for more than that. I, I've heard a lot of uh, the video game podcasts and forums and people that have talked about it that are grownups going, hey, is it, you know, aimed where it's family friendly and obviously right down the middle for for anybody that you know also grew up and having that nostalgia moment yes there's a lot of things that play into both sides of it um is it definitely leaning towards kid friendly of course it is but it is uh this is how simple they made the the actual uh google review when they say like the synopsis with help from Princess Peach, Mario gets ready to square off against the all-powerful Bowser to stop his plans from conquering the world. Great. It's like the same synopsis for the game. Yeah. <laughs> that was literally their whole synopsis of the movie? That was it. That was it. Um, 
I I find it amusing that it's just that short. Even though uh, there was way more to that whole plot of the movie, because I didn't even know where they were going to go with the plot of the movie, and that was not it. Yes. So, um, per an article from Variety, this had 204.6 million domestic and 377 million globally over the Easter weekend. That's a lot. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, that that's a whole lot. Um, what was budget? Do you know? So, here you go. That far exceeded expectations and even surpassed the starts of some recent installments in Universal's biggest franchises. Jurassic World Dominion was 145 million domestically. Fast and Furious Nine was 70 million. So definitely, they're they're making another one. Um, they have to after the. It cost Universal, Illumination, and Nintendo roughly a hundred million. Great, and then just absolutely demolished everything. Um, it's probably pretty good timing as well because we're all with family, and family's looking for something to do, something to take the kids to go do. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of children. But here's <laughs> here's the thing, though. <sighs> Again, I I lean on they're saying that it wasn't just kids going to see this movie. It played all the way into the nostalgia hype. Um, domestically, uh, wow. Okay, so they're saying the Super Mario Brothers movie, and again, this is Variety.com, uh, will most likely become the first movie of the year to hit $1 billion. Most analysts believe it'll cross that milestone with ease. Here are all the records that were smashed in the opening weekend. Domestic. Highest grossing debut of 2023. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania was the one before that with $106 million. <laughs> Biggest five-day Wednesday to Sunday opening of all time, which uh, overtook 09's Transformers Revenge of the Fallen at $200 million. Um, Note this status specific for movies that open on a Wednesday. Which no. because that that excludes Endgame, yeah, Spider Man, No Way Home, and Infinity yeah, I was like, War. there's no way that that that's le- no way, yeah. Um, which by the way, all those were within striking distance, actually, surprisingly, because those are 250 plus, and again, this one did 205, which again, the- still fairly large gap. But you think about all of those films are films built up over. <laughs> How many movies to get <laughs> yeah, to those? A decade of movies, yeah. And this was the very first one of this. And, like, I actually think this was one of those rare occasions where even the negatives ended up being positives. You know, leading up to this, everybody was like, why is Chris Pratt the voice of Mario? They kind of explained that with the movie, but they didn't want to give it away in the trailers. For anybody that hasn't seen it, there is an explanation there. Uh, you know, even right before it, um, Seth Rogen, I guess, was like, when they cast him, he's like, I'm not going to do a voice. I'm just going to use my voice to be the character. And a lot of people had written articles going, oh, this, he's just making it not fun. But it played well. I, I thought it played into what they were going for. Um, before this, Illumination's highest like grossing debut that they'd had was Minions uh, at $115 million. So it destroyed that. It's the second biggest debut ever for an animated movie, uh, which obviously the three-day opening weekend for... Wait, what? Oh, it outpaced um, Finding Dory. 
It was only beat by Incredibles 2. <laughs> Interesting. So again, two movies that already had a bunch of goodwill going into them where they made a second film. So this is an original, very first animated mm-hmm. You know, and you can make the argument of obviously there's been a lot of Mario video <laughs> yeah. games. And stuff. Yeah, there's no, n- but but hang on, it, that's not the same thing as doing a featured movie. It's not, but you have to assume that the Mario franchise is, is massive, way oh. bigger than well, of even Marvel. Is. I would say. Mm, I I know why you're saying that, and with the era of video games that we exist in now being so large, and and that amount of money that gets spent on it in the number of decades i can i can see what you're saying but at the same time making that into a movie franchise take the very first time they tried to make a live action (laughs) mario film (laughs) so bad it it was awful it was awful for anyone that's never seen it just go watch it just for for fun it's really bad it's really bad please don't do that really bad um sonic the hedgehog 2 was the highest grossing debut for a video game adaptation before this at 72 million. Interesting. So a lot of people like this. Did you guys like this? My opinion, I thought it was cute. I liked it, but I won't watch it again. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I, I know exactly what it is. It gave me exactly what I expected did I think it was going to be some genre-defining plot twist and Cid- just like Citizen crazy? Kane for, yeah, yeah, of course not. Of course it isn't. And I thought they did all of the right nods to the way they handled the characters, the way they handled the story, the way they set up a possible next movie. I, I would watch a follow-up movie, and I'm saying I like the movie, but at all, like especially from Illumination, Secret Life of Pets, I'll watch that over and over and over again. I love that movie. As this as a kids movie, I liked it, but at at the end of it, I was like, ah, I liked it. I'm glad I saw it. I'll watch the next one, but I probably won't go back and watch it again. This is why I like having a niece. I can just use her as the excuse. Be like, yeah, sorry guys, she she really she wanted really to wanted see to it again. See it. Yep. So. <laughs> all right well if we're gonna do air next week um for ryan then we'll we'll hold off on on going over that one anyone that hasn't gotten a chance to go see that yet Please go, go see, see it, it this week go see, go see it. it this week because so we're gonna good. we're gonna break it down next week it was so good and uh let's go to the hot take hot take being that easter just passed my sister would disagree with me on this but the hot take this week. Best Easter candy ever. And it is without a doubt, zero question. Peeps. I'm just kidding. No, I actually that's where that's where Dot would go. That's that's Dot's favorite. And somebody wants to take that, you're more than welcome because I'm just this is like mic drop, walk off. It's the Cadbury cream egg. Fight me. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it is the Cadbury cream egg. I'm sorry. That is the best Easter candy. Like, it is goaded. It is the Reese's of Easter candy. Like, if if the peanut butter cup 
in like the king size package is what you're looking for for somebody to drop in your your bucket at Halloween as a kid. The Cadbury cream egg is what you want at Easter. That's it. Chris, <clears throat> I 100% agree with you. Ah! It is <laughs> it is one of the fewest wonderful memories of being a child it is this it's seasonal i know you can get them all year round but you don't eat them all year round it's like it's like turkeys you know you can you can get them you can have a turkey in june and uh, by the way we have a magical superpower when we were kids that we have you know a lot of people talk about the difference between being an adult and being a kid we had a superpower we did not realize that we could eat enough candy to make ourselves sick and be fine an hour later not the case anymore no at all no but the cream egg I don't even know what the cream is made of. Do you? I don't know. Can we stop saying that? Because <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. Is phenomenal. It is number one on the list. I, that's all I'm saying. I completely agree. Come at me. It's the only answer. Mm. You are trying desperately to find something to argue. No, I just, I keep hearing the word cream. Cream I, egg. Cadbury cream egg. Cadbury cream egg. No, I'm going with... So growing up, my mom would be like, no, Haley, your favorite candy was Peeps because I was the only one of my siblings that was obsessed with Peeps, especially the blue ones. Love the blue Peeps. But all in all, the only time you can get this candy is over Easter. So I have to go with the Starburst jelly beans. A worthy adversary. <sighs> okay. Those are really good. All right. At least I know that the jelly bean is a jelly bean. I don't have to guess what the cream is. If we're going to do delicious this, is what it I, is. I believe we, we make this a three-way poll. It's got to be Peeps. It is, it is the Cadbury cream egg, the Peep, and the Starburst jelly beans. The Peep immediately gets thrown out because of they have to put so many different varieties <laughs> of it just to, just to trick you into getting them. So You're like, oh, you want to... Cookies and cream peep? No, I don't. I want a Cadbury cream egg. Get out of my face. I don't ever eat the Cadbury cream eggs. Great. More for us. <laughs> Thank you guys, as always, for listening to The Quad with Chris Young. Make sure you go check this out. And like, let's be honest, guys. I don't care what anybody says. It's the Cadbury cream egg. It's true. Come at me. And we're out. Go ahead. A great litmus test for this is going to a Kroger or grocery store today. What are you buying? You're not buying jelly beans. You're yes, not. I they're seventy percent off. And you know what I am buying? Cadbury ev- cream. Egg. Every twenty-five cent Cadbury cream egg that exists. <laughs> nope, I, I'm buying the jelly beans. I will say, um, you you know about peep jousting, right? <laughs> no. You, you Wait, take, how do you not know about you peep jousting? You take two peeps and you put them on a plate in the microwave and you give each one of them a, a toothpick. And then you put like 10 seconds on the microwave. And when you microwave, they, ex- they, expand. they expand. And yeah. so it's the first one to stab the other one wins. <laughs> do not do this. Do not try this at home. We do, do not, not. We do not endorse this. No, we don't. <laughs>